welcome back to the DK Experience. I am your host, Devon Keyshawn, and this is episode number three of my Rideshare series, After Dark. Thank, I want to thank everyone for taking the time out to listen to episode one and two. It means so much to me. It motivates me to create more content. So thank you. Episode number three. Here we go. Anybody that knows about Rideshare knows that we really don't know where we're going. I, For instance, I remember picking up uh, a young lady from BWI. You know, I get there, Southwest Terminal. She comes up running to my car in so much excitement. Like, she just won the lottery. So she gets to my car, and she's, you know, banging on my window. I'm like, hey, what you doing? She's like, oh, my God, thank you. Thank you so much for picking me up. Like, you don't know what this means to me. And I'm like, <laughs> yo, I'm just doing my job, but okay. She was like, you don't know where we're going? You know, I opened up the app, and I'm just like, yeah, it says New York. So in my mind, I automatically thought of D.C.'s New York Avenue. Apparently, she was talking about New York, Manhattan. So I'm like, she was like, yeah, we're going to Manhattan. I was like, Jay-Z, Empire State Building? We run this town tonight type? Yeah. She was like, yes. Like, oh, my God, please. I'm from Hong Kong. I'm just trying to get to Chinatown. Can you please help me out? I said, well, I wasn't really expecting to drive all the way to New York, but, you know, what the hey? I'm up for an adventure. Let's go. I have to go get gassed up, get a couple snacks, a couple energy drinks, and we'll be on our way. She was like, oh, my God, thank you. So many people canceled on me as soon as they found out that it was in Manhattan, New York. Like, your godsend. I said, okay. Well, let me call my mama. Let me tell her, like, hey. I just got to ride to New York, and I'm going to be gone for a little while. Just to let somebody know, you know, I didn't have a girlfriend at the time. And, you know, hey, something happened to me. I'm in New York. So I called mom. Hey, yo, mom, I'm going to New York. She was like, okay. Bring me back something. I wasn't going to bring her back nothing, though. <laughs> but we get back into the rap. So, you know, about like around... 2.30, she was like, you know, can we stop and get some donuts? By that time, we're in New York. Not in New York, New Jersey. And, you know, we get to a Dunkin' Donuts and, you know, we get in there. Everybody is looking at us like, I guess New Jersey never seen a black guy with an Asian girl getting donuts around 3 o'clock in the morning. Like, I guess it was like a setup for a joke. Like, like here comes a black guy, Asian girl, get donuts. Like, it, it was just crazy. It just everybody was watching every movement. And she's such a tourist. Like, she's picking up displays, looking underneath them, and, you know, saying hey to everybody, and nobody's saying hey back. And I'm like, yo, ma'am, uh, let's go. So she get back in the car. She's just like, why everyone is looking at us? Like, what is going on? I was like, I don't know. I've only been in New Jersey maybe three times in my whole life. 
She's like, I don't think they see us too often, especially together. She was like, oh, okay. So we made our way. We got to New York. Now, I had never been in New York in my life. So positive, I got to see the skyline when the sun came up. It was a beautiful event. But man, once I got into New York, look, I thought I was ready for that city driving. Because, you know, I drove in D.C., I drove in Baltimore. Nah, New York is its own animal. I mean, people was blowing their horn at me at a red light. I'm like, yo, I was too afraid to park. You know, anxiety was on 100 million. The buildings are tall. I feel claustrophobic in there. Like, as soon as I dropped her off, I was out of there. I got out of New York. Yeah, I would go back, but I would never drive again. So that was just a random event that happened with Rideshare. But it, this other event, it was crazy. I'm going to tell you why. So I picked up uh, a couple people from Columbia. It was like a cosplay in Columbia. It was the white dude named Chad up front with me. It was a black dude sitting right next to me. And then it was two, you know, white girls. So, you know, we on our way. So all of a sudden, we get pulled over. We get pulled over. Cop came up behind us. You know, he comes to the window. And immediately, Chad had been drinking. The only reason I remember his name was because of what's about to happen. So Chad felt the need to, as soon as the cop walked up, to say, why the fuck did you pull us over? And I'm looking at him in confusion, just like the cop. And Chad was like, what's your fucking badge number, you fucking pig? So me and the black dude behind me was like, hey, yo, 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 stop, stop. Chill, Chad, chill, Chad, chill, Chad. That's the reason why I remember his name. Hey, yo, chill, Chad. So Chad is going off, and then the two girls coming up saying the same shit. What's your badge number, you fucking pig? And me and the dude was like, oh, here we go. And then the cop was just, the cop was real chill. He was just like, license registration. You know, the reason why I'm pulling you over is because your tag light is out. And then Chad went off. You pull us the fuck over because you, because the tag light? You ain't shit. You fucking, I hope you fucking die, you fucking pig. I'm like, yo, Chad, chill. Me and the other dude's like, oh my God, Chad about to get us shot. So he wrote, us, wrote me a citation to get my uh, tag light fixed. And, you know, we was on our way. So me and the dude, we cussing out Chad. We like, yo, Chad, like, what do you think you were doing? He was like, it's a fucking pig. He had nothing better else better else to do than stop us for a stupid fucking tail light. He said, oh, we fucking die, you fucking pig. And me and the dude was like, do you not know what's going on? Like, the people dying for police losing their cool I'm not caring about other individuals lives he was like oh really me and the dude was like dude are you disconnected what's really going on out here like people are dying because of trigger happy cops 
and you just gave us gave him almost motivation to be, you know, trigger happy. And you know, he, you don't understand how we feel. It's a total disconnect. But Jeff was like, I don't give a fuck. So it just goes to show you how different, you know, life can be for different people. You know, you know, and that lesson I just, you know. Me and the black dude was like here. We understood. And everybody else in the car, they just they just couldn't relate. And that's a problem. So I took Chad home with the girls and you know me and the guy, we had a, you know, we had a moment, you know, we was like, yo, you handled it well. It was like, you handled it well. And we gave each other a fist bump and we was went on about our business. Yeah, that was crazy. But even more crazy. It's just amazing how they just don't know. You know, they don't know. But anyway, so that was an interesting ride. <coughs> so on to the next. Okay, I remember picking up this young kid. He looked like a nerd. Now, I mean, he looked like a Screech, if Screech ever existed outside of Saved by the Bell. So, I remember coming up and picking him up from, I guess, his house. And I was taking him to campus. He was going to a college in Baltimore. So, he gets in the car, you know, we strike up a conversation. We get to talking about, you know, his relationship, his, you know, his schoolwork, his major... Just a whole bunch of good banter. So then, you know, he even started calling me Dev. He was like, yo, Dev, you a cool driver. I'm glad I met you. And, you know, it was a cool conversation. He'd get out the car, take him to campus. You know, everything was cool. He left. So about an hour later, he calls me. He says, hey, yo, Dev. What's up, man? He was like, I left my backpack in your back seat. Can you make sure it's still back there? You know, I got important stuff there that I really need. So I look in the back seat. Yeah, his backpack was still there. I'm just shocked that none of the other customers say, hey, there's a backpack in your back seat. But hey. So I get his backpack and I look inside. I was like, yeah, it's your books, your calculator, you know, everything's in here, your lunch, and everything. He was like, you know, my lunch. I was like, yeah, man, this big hoagie sandwich. He start laughing his ass off. Like, yo, what's so funny? He was like, bro, Dev, Dev. Man, that's not no sandwich, bro. That's my cocaine. I'm calling you because I need that back ASAP. I got a couple clients that need it. Man, I lied to you not. That cocaine slipped out of my hand and the phone slipped out like it had oil on it. Like that joint fell to the floor. I start leaning back in my seat, put my shirt over my nose, start looking around my car like somebody was watching me. <laughs> I felt real paranoid for a moment. Like, I don't know why I have my shirt covering my face, like, it's, it's sliding my seat back, like, who's really watching me, but, man, I don't know. 
my anxiety start taking over and I got nervous. So then I pick up the phone like, yo, what the fuck, man? Why did you leave cocaine in my car? It was like, don't trip, man. Look, don't trip. I want to pay you $1,500 to bring it back to me ASAP. You know, I'm still scared. I'm still nervous. So then I called. I was like, yo, let me call you back. So then I took a moment to, you know, assess the situation. I'm like, okay. This dude has all your information. You can't go to the cops because they're going to lock you up. You can't take it. Like, you got to bring it back. So, and you don't even want this stuff. Like, you don't want it. So, I got myself together. I called him back. I was like, yo, what's your address? He gave it to me. Okay. So, I got out the car. I made sure my headlights work. My tail lights work. My real lights work. I even made sure my glove compartment light work. I didn't want to have any reason for anybody to pull me over for nothing. And, like, I want to tell you, like, this is the most nervous I have ever been in my life. Like, I drove the speed limit there. I was in the slow lane. I had everyone passing me. I'm still looking at all my mirrors at all the time, like... Anytime any I see red and blue, like it was just it was so nervous. And so I finally get there. You know, I'll bring up his backpack, still with my shirt over my face, still nervous as it all get out. I was like, yo, he took his shit. So he gave me the money. He gave me all hundred dollar bills. He gave me all hundred dollar bills. Took it and then I start taking off to the car with my shirt over my nose. Still, I'm running like a bug. Like, I'm all out of breath. I get to the car, count the money. <laughs> I got excited and start cracking up laughing. And we were just winning. So that, you know, I left. <laughs> hey, yo, like, right share, it gave me so many crazy experiences that I've never met. I thought I'd never be in a situation where I hear a white dude cuss out a cop. And I never thought I'd become a drug mule, you know. But it all happens, you know, with Rasha and After Dark, man. And I just want to tell you, thank you for listening. I'm about to change up my content. I got a bunch of new projects that I want to bring to you all. I don't want to just do ride share. It's going to be so much more stuff coming. And I just want to thank you for listening. And just say, you know, I love you all. I'm going to be more consistent. Just tune in. Thank you very much.